It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today is Friday, April 9th, and boy, do we have an outstanding show for you today. On today's program, I am pleased to be joined by Chris Edwards, the radio play-by-play voice for Duke baseball and Duke women's basketball. We talk a little bit about his start in the broadcasting world and give a preview of this Duke baseball series versus North Carolina this weekend. Very important three-game baseball series between the Blue Devils and the Tar Heels. We talk about all of that and more on today's program with Chris Edwards. As always, be sure to follow our podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to follow the podcast on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Leave us a five-star rating and review. That means so much to us if you could do that. Again, my name is JJ Jackson. Take a moment to give me a follow on Twitter as well at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Before we get into this conversation with Chris Edwards, I do want to knock out a quick break so that we can have a bit of an uninterrupted Chris Edwards conversation in just a moment. And while we take this quick break, it gives me a moment to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. You see, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. It's real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets and free to sign up. 100% free to sign up. Make sure you head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, it's your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use promo code LOCKED ON. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Make sure you get all the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast each and every day. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Locked On Blue Devils podcast. J.J. Jackson here with a very special guest today. Pleased to be joined by Chris Edwards, the radio play-by-play voice for Duke Baseball on the Blue Devil IMG Network. Chris, so grateful for your time today. How are things going for you, my friend? J.J., great to be with you. Appreciate you asking. Uh, things are good. Getting ready for a big series this weekend for the Blue Devils and excited to talk a little baseball with you today. I can't wait to get into that series because anytime it's Duke and North Carolina and anything, all eyes are glued to that sport for that weekend. And so we'll certainly get into that in just a moment. want to talk a little bit about your career, Chris. Let our listeners know a little bit about everything that you do. Currently the, the play-by-play voice for Duke baseball and Duke women's basketball. How did you get your start in this gig, Chris? Oh, man, wow. So I've been really fortunate, J.J., to have uh, been in the right place at the right time a lot of different uh, times in my career. And that's sort of how I got to Duke. Um, so 
backtracking, I guess, now nine years when Coach Pollard, our, our baseball coach, got to Duke. Uh, coach got hired from Appalachian State, and when he got to Duke, realized there was no radio coverage for the baseball team. And to Coach's credit, throughout our relationship and throughout his entire career, he has seen a value in having a radio presence for his baseball team. So when he got hired, uh, Coach reached out to David Jackson, the time was the radio broadcaster of football, men's basketball, and baseball at Appalachian State. And I had met David, gosh, probably five or six years prior to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, a chance passing at a broadcasting camp. And we stayed in touch. We were Facebook friends. But it's not like I talked to David on a consistent basis. Right. Well, when Coach asked uh, David if he knew anybody that may want to do, do baseball on the radio, uh, David said, yeah, I know a guy, and recommended me. David sent me a Facebook message. I uh, said, are you interested? And I said, yeah, ab- absolutely, David. I sure am. That was a uh, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, so I sent David my stuff. Uh, on the ne- So co- that was a Tuesday. Coach called on Wednesday. Uh, we had lunch on Thursday. And then the following Monday, he called and offered me the job. <laughs> uh, and that, and that, that's kind of how, how it worked out. I split time with somebody the first year. Um, so I think I ended up doing about half the games coach's first season uh, and then baseball wanted somebody more permanent that was able to do all the games obviously I was so coach's second season was my first full season uh, that's when we launched the Duke baseball radio show that's every Monday at noon and and it's kind of been that way ever since and then uh about four about five years ago now I guess this will be my sixth women's basketball season uh the the guys that were doing women's basketball on the radio were going to retire uh, and so Duke came to me and said, hey, would you be interested? And I said, yeah, absolutely, I sure would. I uh, met with uh, Coach P. Joanne was our head coach at the time, and she said, yeah, I would love to bring Chris on board, and uh, the rest is history. So here I am nine years later, uh, enjoying a lot of Duke baseball. been a lot of fun to have a front-row seat to all the success that Duke baseball has had under Coach Pollard. You think about the two regional championships, being a game away from Omaha twice each of the last two full seasons was really disappointing last year to see the season end the way that it did. But that was for everybody. I think everybody was disappointed, but especially the people who uh, poured so much into Duke baseball because that sort of felt like the year that everyone was building toward. This was the year that for the last seven or eight years we were building toward. Everything was coming together, and you don't know how the season was going to shake out. Somebody could have gone and got injured the next week, but, man, it sure was tough to, to see all that promise go away. But really excited about this club and about the – chance they have for the second half of the season so i know that's probably a long-winded answer to your question right. but yeah they're really lucky to uh, have been here for nine years and uh it's all because of some relationships and some great connections well i want to do a little bit more on your story there before we get into the nuts and bolts of the duke baseball team this season because we hear it all the time in life how valuable relationships are chris as you well know and just hearing your story i mean my goodness that's what it comes down to and you hear about that time and time again in sort of our sports broadcasting industry uh, that the, the relationships are everything, and here you are getting this opportunity because you knew the right people with your Appalachian State connections. Coach Pollard comes from App State, so a couple of guys from Boone making their way down to Durham, and uh, here we are nine years later. That's just crazy to hear about that. What were you doing before you got the call to, to take over Duke Baseball? How were you getting your reps and that sort of thing? Yeah, good question. Uh, I was actually doing uh, high school sports, um, so I had when I was – a freshman in college, uh, the high school that I went to, Garner High School here in the, the greater Raleigh area, uh, Garner wanted to start putting their games, 
doing an internet radio broadcast, for lack of a better term. Right. Uh, and so they, they knew I had an interest in doing play-by-play. It's what I was hoping to do eventually. Um, so they asked if I'd be willing to come home on Fridays and do the games. So I did that. Uh, and it evolved into more than that. It actually evolved into doing football, men's basketball, baseball. And then after I finished at ECU, was doing you know coaches shows once a week. And I was doing high school baseball at the time. I mean, this was... Um, the season was starting in February, so this was January. I was getting ready to do a high school baseball game in a couple of weeks, uh, prepping for that, and I was doing high school basketball at the time in, in 2013. We were just getting ready to start the state playoffs, and I get this Facebook message from David Jackson, uh, and it sort of changed the whole trajectory uh, of where I was at in my career. And Unreal. It's so it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. I, I still remember I was uh, sitting on my grandparents' couch when I got the uh, Facebook message, and I was like, oh, my gosh, holy crap. Um, this could be great. And then didn't think it was going to happen. Figured, okay, well, there's no way. <laughs> With Coach and, and, and grateful, uh, unbelievably grateful that Coach Pollard took a chance on me at, at 20-something years old and, and trusted me with the radio broadcast. It's an honor. It's a privilege. And, you know, I, I'm thankful for all the opportunities I get. But there's something special for me about Duke baseball, and it's always going to be near and dear to my heart. We'll take one quick break here in our conversation with Chris Edwards. Again, the radio play-by-play voice for Duke Baseball and Women's Basketball on the Blue Devil IMG Network. Follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Edwards. I want to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you need to go and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order if you use that promo code at BuiltBar.com. As always, Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar out there on the market. 100% chocolate on all the bars. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. So great for the keto diet. To give you an idea of what we're working with, the coconut almond is one of their classics. Just 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 net carbs. Great flavor profile right there for coconut almond. Be sure to check that out. Use promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com and you'll get 15 percent off your next order. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It's April, and the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 23rd for the ultimate 2021 mock draft featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Find out who trades up, who trades back, and who selects the next young star. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the ultimate 2021 mock draft. Chris Edwards joining us on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Give him a follow on Twitter at Chris underscore Edwards to keep up with all the coverage of Duke baseball. Let's get into this season, Chris. 25 games into the year. Uh, the record is certainly not where Duke wants to be at 12 and 13 overall this season. Uh, preseason top 25 team. So if someone just missed the first 25 games of the year and saw, wow, this was a preseason top 25 team and now they're nowhere near that. What, 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 what's the reason for that? The one reason that you would give for that? Well, I think it's a couple of things, JJ. I mean, I don't know that it's one one reason. I mean, here's what people 
fail to realize, I think, about this college baseball season as a whole. There are, are a lot of teams that have a lot of guys back that did not get drafted last season because of that five-round Major League Baseball draft. Right. You look at the guys that didn't sign. You look at Duke's team, guys like Michael Rothenberg, Joey Loperfito, and Ethan Murray. Hey, Loperfito and Rothenberg, probably in a normal year, they're, they're both gone. They're, they're not here right now. So it, it is a deep league in the ACC. You're playing more ACC games, and every team that you play now is old. You sound like a broken record. It's an old team. It's an old team. But then you have to look from a pitching standpoint and from a position player standpoint, look at the people that you're relying on to throw meaningful innings. Obviously, there's no Bryce Jarvis for Duke this year. Remember, Bryce threw a perfect game last year, went 17th overall to the Arizona Diamondbacks. So there's no Bryce Jarvis. Thomas Girard is gone. Sure, there are guys that are back for the Blue Devils, but the, the guys that you're counting on in the bullpen, a majority of them didn't throw at all last season. And the ones that did didn't throw meaningful innings. And then there was no summer baseball. There was no chance for these guys to develop. They continued to hone their craft. And I think that that's the biggest thing that people aren't talking about, is that there weren't enough innings to go around last year. There was no way to develop in a game situation over the summer. And then you're sort of hum- hamstrung a little bit in the fall because you can't get out and do maybe as much. You have two less non-conference weekends to develop your pitchers, to develop your hitters, or you can make some mistakes in those first couple of weekends but still win. So now you're, you almost feel like you're forced to play a really tough schedule, and you know you're going to play a tough schedule because you're playing, what, 40 ACC games thereabouts. So it's it's unbelievably difficult that what we're asking these guys to do this year. And you say, okay, they're, they're around 500. That's true. The offense maybe has struggled. That's also true. I think Coach Pollard would tell you that. Duke has struggled at times defensively this season, which has been very uncharacteristic of this team. But you look at it right now, they're right at 500. They've played the eighth toughest schedule nationally. They've still got a top 50 RPI. There is still a very good path for this club to get to the NCAA tournament. And the good news for Duke is they're playing right now, hopefully their best baseball of the season, and what is historically their best month of the season. Over the last two years, Duke is 23-9. and nine. Now, this is the 2019 and 2018 season. Obviously, we didn't right. get to the April part of the schedule last year. But over the last two full seasons, Duke is 23-9 and nine in the month of April under Coach Pollard. So there's reason to hope. I still think this is a team with, with the veterans in the lineup, with the guys that are coming along from a pitching standpoint. Remember, this is a staff that still has – uh, mid, low to mid fours ERA that's still very high in the ACC. This is a team that's going to make a run at the NCAA tournament, so don't give up on the Blue Devils just yet. I love to hear that. I'm getting fired up thinking about April still here. Didn't get an April last year in 2020, and I didn't know those numbers. 23 and nine yeah. since uh, in, in 2018 and 2019 in the month of April. That's why we're talking to you, Chris Edwards, to get us back on the positive side of things with, with Duke baseball. Talking about pitching though, because uh, just watching the sport uh, and doing a little broadcasting in, in my profession as well uh, with the SEC Network and, and looking at pitching, that feels to me like that's been kind of the slowest thing to move along because you're right those innings are just so valuable and the summer baseball being canceled and and not having a full season so looking at the pitching side of things two or three consistent arms that Duke's had this season who's really stood out to you you know the the numbers are not going to bear a lot of this out JJ just because of how tough the schedule has been Duke has opened open up the season as you know at Coastal Carolina at East Carolina they're your first four games right there (laughs) and pretty tough and then you play a Boston College team that I think surprising a lot of people, and then Notre Dame. And so the numbers may not bear all this out, but a couple of guys that, that I think are having 
really phenomenal seasons. Uh, the first guy you look at is Henry Williams. Henry's been Duke's most consistent starter this year. Had a little bit of elbow soreness last year. Came out of his first start against Army, his first career start. And then we didn't see Henry again. He was rehabbing his way back. Season got cut short. But Henry's been Duke's most consistent starter this year. Had some tough luck in Miami last Saturday. Gave up eight runs. Only five of them were earned. Uh, and then gave up five singles. Some defensive miscues behind him. And what was a really weird game where Duke lost the game by giving up 19 hits and all 19 were singles. That's just a really odd baseball deal. Uh, so he's been the most consistent starter. Out of the bullpen, really like the job that Marcus Johnson has done. His stuff has been electric. Marcus can close the game. He can provide long relief. I think Johnson's a guy that when you turn around and look next year, he's probably a weekend starter for the Blue Devils. His stuff is, is that good. Uh, Coach Pollard said in the preseason that uh, Marcus's stuff was the best on the – his stuff was the best on the staff from a numbers standpoint. So those are two guys. Jimmy Loper has really developed into their closer role for the Blue Devils. Billy's been a lot of fun to watch, closing out ball games. This is a Duke bullpen that, to me, reminds me a little bit of that 2018 bullpen in terms of the makeup. That bullpen was so good, so tough, with guys like Ethan DeCaster and Jack Lebowski and Thomas Girard there toward the back end. And I, I think this bullpen has the makings of another special group. And Duke's going to need these guys, J.J. I mean, you talk you talk about it, you know. I mean, Duke's going to need the bullpen coming down the stretch. And there are guys that have thrown a lot of competitive innings and have looked really good this season. Let's get into this weekend. Obviously, it's a big series for Duke and ACC play, first and foremost. And then, oh, yeah, it's it's the school's biggest rival. The eight miles separating the two campuses. as It's been well documented over the years, Duke. And the University of North Carolina, a trip to Chapel Hill is on your uh, weekend to-do list, Chris. What have you seen out of the Tar Heels this season? Yeah, another good club. You know, new coach this year, Mike Fox, decided to retire after uh, last season, the shortened season. So now it's uh, it's on Coach uh, Forbes to, to run the ship there at North Carolina. And I think if you ask a lot of people, maybe even ask Carolina, uh, the Tar Heels have probably surprised a lot of people. I don't think many folks expected Carolina here to be sitting at 15-12 and 12 through their first 27 games. They're in the thick of things, 9-9 nine and nine in the ACC. Nobody's running away from it. Been really impressed with the way Carolina's been offensively this year. Justice Thompson has been a big surprise in center field. They've got some veteran guys back like Zarate and Roberts. Those are really, really good guys. I think the question mark for North Carolina this year has been the pitching staff. I mean, Carolina right now, I'm looking at their numbers, uh, an ERA in the mid-fours. I mean, you look at some high ERAs from their starting pitching uh, Max Alba has been one of their weekend guys. He's getting the ERA up over six. So it's a club that's fundamentally sound. They're not going to beat themselves. They do strike out a lot, but conversely, they hit a lot of home runs. They're number two in the conference. They've struck out 260 times, or they've hit 33 home runs. So it's a little bit of feast or famine. I think the big thing for Carolina, though, as I mentioned, is being more consistent from a starting pitching standpoint. I think that's the big question mark, and if the Blue Devils can – Maybe get some inconsistency out of the Tar Heels this weekend to, to free up some free offense, and uh, maybe Duke can get the offensive roll, offense rolling a little bit. Had a great offensive game against North Carolina Central on Tuesday. You hope that is kind of a harbinger of things to come for the Blue Devils. Let's talk about the offense then, because that's what's going to be important for Duke. Obviously, you can't win without scoring runs. We all know that, and, and you mentioned the Tar Heels' uh, struggles uh, to, in the pitching side of things, uh, but still to be 9-9 in the ACC, still in it. Uh, what do you think about the Blue Devils' offense so far this season? I think it's an offense that's going to hit eventually. I mean, I, I say that. We're at the halfway point of the season, so I guess we're running out of time a little bit. <laughs> but I still think this is a group that has proven – consistently they're going to be able to hit because you've got some guys in there 
that can really slug the baseball, can, can hit it to all fields. I think Duke's still toying with some lineup combinations, trying to find the perfect guys in the perfect spots. But you, like I said, if you've got guys that are proven, you've got low Profitos and Murrays and Rothenbergs. Peter Matt has been really good. He's a, a great addition from a graduate transfer standpoint. But everybody goes through slumps. And I think the problem for Duke right now is that everybody is slumping at the same time. So you hope that that starts to trend the other way. We saw some positives. Duke had five or six consecutive hits uh, the other night against North Carolina Central, all with 100-plus mile-an-hour exit velocities. They were hitting ringing doubles into the gaps. So I think that's the game that can get the Blue Devils on track, at least you hope it is. And maybe you start to see some guys busting out of it. But I do think this is a veteran lineup that is going to figure it out, and they're going to be able to hopefully come down the stretch and get hot and play their baseball at the end of the season. I mean, I love this. I love watching Duke baseball and following it and, and listening to you run through it. You're there for every single game, every single inning, Chris, and you just ran through an offense, and, and it slipped your mind, but you failed to mention a guy in R.J. Shrek and what he's done this yeah. season for Duke. I mean, it's just crazy to think about all the guys that are there. Yeah, you look at R.J., he was, what, a 179 hitter uh, throughout his first couple seasons on campus, and then whereas really exploded onto the scene this year. I think the thing for R.J. is, he was catching some people by surprise early in the season. Well, then teams adjusted to R.J., and they started pitching him differently. And now R.J. is having to adjust to their adjustment. Jason Steen, Duke's hitting coach, has done a phenomenal job with his Duke offense since he came to Duke in 2016. He always says that he believes good hitters adjust to the adjustments, and I think you're seeing that with R.J. I think it's happening with Peter Matt a little bit right now, too. Peter is still fighting for those adjustments from the way teams were pitching him. And you look over the, the back half of the season, historically under Coach Pollard, we talked about Duke's success, but the graduate student transfers, at least the position players, over the back half of the season have had more success. I think about Kyle Gallagher in 2019. Kyle went through a lull here in the middle point of the season, and then he really turned it on, and he was red hot for Duke through that NCAA tournament. In the Morgantown Regional, Kyle was 6 for 11 in the tournament, had a big three-run home run. Uh, in that final game where Duke uh, clinched the regional against Texas A&M. So I think there's a lot of bright side. There's a lot of upside. There are a lot of guys that know how to hit. They've just got to start getting hot all together, and hopefully that's going to start tomorrow night against North Carolina. What makes Coach Pollard special, Chris? Oh, man, we don't have enough time. <laughs> we don't. We really don't. He, he, is, he, he cares so much, and he cares about every player, about every person on his staff. You know, coach is involved. He's invested in your life. He wants to know, hey, what's going on? You know, he he has done such a good job of being the same guy every day, and he's had a message. And, and he really talks about culture and being that same guy. And it's going to sound cliche, but but sticking to your process and turning the game, you know, into a, a series of those one pitch battles. And he's been preaching that since day one. And people have bought in. Players have bought in. And now it's it's not just a, a one-year culture. It's turning into a generational culture. It's passed down from player to player to player. And the way that he goes about his business, the way that he prepares his teams, it, it, look, what Coach Pollard has done for me, I mean, I'll, I'll go to bat for that guy any time. I absolutely will. But to, to have Coach Pollard leading the baseball program, there's not a better person you could have in charge of Duke baseball. Love it. And like you said, with, you talk about him caring about every player, every person on his staff. And to open up our conversation, you're telling the story about, hey, the coach Pollard comes over to Durham and says, hey, we need baseball on the radio. And it just the coverage expands. And uh, it's just awesome stuff to, to follow Duke baseball and your coverage as well. So before we get out of here, Chris, i got to have a little fun because uh, I've been there before. I've been in the booth where you're, you're trying to fill time. You've got nine innings worth of stuff. And I love following you on Twitter as well. Again, at Chris. 
Davis underscore Edwards. Earlier in the week, you mentioned the North Carolina Central game. I missed this. I got to admit it. I missed it. But you tweeted that tonight on the radio, you talked about a player who owns a cow that barks. How in the world does that come up? And, and tell that story for us. <laughs> yeah, so and, and, uh, Parker Knapp was his name. K-N-U-A-P-P, okay. N U A P P. Parker Knapp for North Carolina Central, a pitcher, right-handed pitcher, and on his player bio, which <laughs> I do a lot of I do a lot of prep before the season or before the series, before the game. So on Parker's bio, it lists that he's from Asheville, went to AC Reynolds High School, and you know these are his stats from his career. And oh, by the way, he owns a cow that barks, and that was the extent of what I knew. So, and obviously don't have access to those players to be able to walk up to them and say, hey, tell me about this cow that barks, right? Yeah. So I, I just, I, I was like, wow, okay, a cow that barks. This is, this is pretty interesting stuff. Um, so I brought it up on the radio and kind of forgot about it. This was two or three weeks ago when we played NC Central the first time. Well, lo and behold, Parker gets in and throws again this pass game against us. Um, so I started thinking about it. And, you know, the game is sort of getting away. Geek has started to pull away. They ended up winning the game 12-7 to in a game that really wasn't that close. Um, so you start talking about things. I'm like, oh, here's Parker that has the cow that barks. Well, then, this is the way my mind works, J.J. Uh, he's got a cow that barks, but I assume that the cow barks, the cow also has to move as well, right? Like, yeah. Would you agree with that? You would think so, absolutely. Yeah. So if the cow barks and the cow moves, does that mean the cow is bilingual? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're on to something there. But how do you know the answer? You don't. Really. <laughs> but that's that's the questions that you ask. That's that's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. It's like, it's like the, that is like the ending of The Sopranos. Did Tony Soprano die or did he live? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't. And how do you figure out that answer? We don't know. We, I mean, I can't move myself. I can't communicate with the cows. You can't either. So we'll never know. But hey, I, I mean, I can't doubt you once you bring up something like that. That's awesome stuff. I mean, there you go. So you know, <laughs> uh, and even further beyond that, now that you're telling the story, and it's crazy that um, we're we're interacting for the first time today, talking about Parker Canup, a pitcher for North Carolina Central, Asheville, North Carolina, AC Reynolds High School. I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. I graduated from AC Reynolds High School. What a small world we live in. That's crazy. Small world. So, so maybe next time you're at home, you should go by and find and, out where Parker's and I, family lives. I went to, the cow that I, I need to, and I'll be able to follow up with you because I went to school with Parker's older siblings. So I'm I'm going to have to figure out the answer to that. That's excellent stuff right there. It's Chris Edwards joining us here on the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. Uh, let folks know about coverage this weekend because it's a, a big-time series. Um, we've got listeners all throughout the North Carolina area. I don't live in Carolina anymore, but I still find ways to listen. Tell me how we can do that, Chris. Yeah, the easiest way is to download the TuneIn Radio app, TuneIn, T-U-N-E-I-N, TuneIn Radio app. It's free download, and then search for Duke Baseball. You can listen to all of Duke sports through the that app there, but you can search for Duke Baseball. Our pregame coverage on Friday, 645, uh, 1.45 on Saturday, and then uh, 11.45 Sunday morning with a noon first pitch on Sunday. But download the TuneIn Radio app, search for Duke Baseball. We'll be there all weekend long. And then if you want to watch the game on TV but still listen to us, we appreciate that too. Yeah. Go to SyncMyGame.com, S-Y-N-C, SyncMyGame.com, and that can match up the TV broadcast with the radio feed so that you are not missing a pitch. We're not ahead. We're not behind. You can sync it up there. But the TuneIn Radio app is the best way for you to pick up the broadcast as you're driving around or maybe 
out doing whatever on this uh, hopefully nice weekend for yeah. baseball. Without a doubt. Chris, listen, you're far too kind with your time. We greatly appreciate it. We'll have to do this again sometime soon, okay? Yeah, w would love to, JJ. Thanks so much for your time. Chris Edwards, Duke baseball play-by-play, -play, joining us here on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. All right, what a great conversation that was with Chris Edwards. I really enjoyed that. Super nice guy and love that he took time out of his busy schedule to chat with us here today on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Make sure that you are listening to Duke baseball all weekend long as they get ready for a big, big, big series against the North Carolina Tar Heels. Give Chris a follow on Twitter at Chris underscore Edwards. And as always, follow the show on Twitter as well at LO underscore Blue Devils. At underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore is how you can keep up with all of my content. Be sure to follow our podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts and those five-star rating and reviews really do go a long way. So thank you for your support of the podcast in that regard. That's going to do it for today's show. We'll be back with a brand new week of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast coming your way on Monday. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.